Mogu Motivation, educating and empowering entrepreneurs one week at a time. Presented by True Stories Media. And I am your host, Antoine Twiz Taylor. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Mogul Motivation. Welcome back. I'm happy that you are here. If this is your first time listening, this podcast is for the aspiring entrepreneur who is trying to get over that hump and make things happen. This podcast is for anybody who has a dream that wants to aspire higher and accomplish that dream. This week's Monday conversation, I'm sitting down with Shawnee Hill from Las Vegas, Nevada. She is the owner of Heavenly Jars LLC. Shawnee, how are you doing today? Hello, how are you? I'm doing great. Um, thank you for sitting down with us this week on a Monday conversation. Um, so Shawnee, let's just dive right into it. When did you, did you always want to be an entrepreneur? Like, how did you get where you are now? Well, I always knew that it was very uncomfortable for me to work for people. And it was very hard for me to, to like, take direction from people. I always wanted to, you know, just tell myself what to do. So I moved to Las Vegas from New York and I found myself struggling trying to find a job so I did finally have an interview and I went to my interview and I remember just feeling uncomfortable being there I'm like this is not for me I need to do my own thing so ideas kept coming to me but I kept pushing away because I'm like I'm not really a baker I'm more of a cook like Mm -hmm. you know I never really dived into that so I'm like baking I've never like done that so I kept saying no I'm not gonna do that the idea kept coming to me I kept pushing away. So I remember um, my daughter was graduating from kindergarten and there was these cupcakes there. And usually cupcakes, I'm like, ugh, the frosting, I just want to swipe that off. Absolutely. Just, just throw the whole cupcake away because the frosting is so ill. So I remember eating this cupcake, like, I'm going to just give it a try. And I loved it, the frosting in the and the cupcake. I'm like, yeah, I have to find these cupcakes. I went back to the teacher. I said, where's these cupcakes? She told me where they was at. I went to the store. I couldn't find them. I'm like, yo, I, ha- I have to make my own version of fraud. Like, I have to, I had to find that again. So, yeah. I remember going home, and I'm like, I gotta create a frosting. Like, everyone has cake jars. I'm seeing cake jars everywhere, but no, nothing is different about it. Mines have to be different. So, I'm like, the frosting, because nobody likes frosting. It's butter and sugar. Mm-hmm. That don't go together. I'm like, we got to do something like ice cream. So I'm like, I, I created this frosting that was like ice cream. And then I had different flavors, and, and then it just blew up from there. I had eight flavors starting out, and now I have 20. So it just I just kept expanding every day, every day, working hard to, like, get this perfect frosting and I had people trying it out and they loved it. That's beautiful that you said, you know, the fact that you just didn't like somebody else telling you what to do. Um, I relate to that a lot personally because that's one of the biggest reasons why I wanted to be an entrepreneur. You know, I never, I never liked spending six, eight, ten hours of my life at another place making somebody else rich. I never was comfortable with that. I could never really right. I could never really excel under a job or a career structure. That's just me personally. So that's one of the biggest reasons why I always wanted to be an entrepreneur, why I always had that thirst to really go out and do things on my own. So I'm happy that you actually mentioned that. Um as far as the uh cake jars, like you say, it's not a it's not a rare thing. You know, cake jars are everywhere, but you said you had to make yours unique. So how tell us about the trial and error 
that you went through when you was creating this frosting, you know, to make your cake jars different from your competitors? Okay, so when I was creating the frosting, I remember, like, the, the I have to have, like, an original flavor, which is, like, vanilla. So I'm creating the frosting, and I remember sometimes it would, I would have my kids try it, and then my kids would be like, mm, mm, no, that's not it. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I have and I'll try it again because I never really tried them myself. I always had my kids try them. So then I remember one time I I really did it good, put put the perfect amount of everything in there, and then my kids was like, "Oh my God, it tastes like ice cream!" And I'm like, "We got it. This is it." So then, like for the Reese's, then I just made it like a peanut butter ice cream with the. So I just created different versions for every different flavor to like really cater to everyone. It started off like that. So I didn't really have trial and ever with the frosting per se, but as far as like when I was putting the cake in the jar, it wasn't as pretty as it looks now. Like I always show before and after pictures of when I first started. Them jars was not nothing to look at. But I'm such a visual person and I wanted it I wanted it to sell itself by just looking at it. Mm-hmm. So I kept perfecting that and seeing how do I have to make the frosting a little thicker? Do I have to make it a little loop? Like how can I make everything so it's per it looks perfect so then when i knew that customers were like oh that's cake. that's cake i thought that was a candle or now then i knew I, I was like okay i got this perfected now people don't even believe that this is cake or this is a dessert in a jar because it looks so perfect i'm like okay i'm on to something I just kept doing it every day i'm doing it every day anyway so i couldn't do nothing but perf- you know perfect it if i'm doing it every day and every day and every day because it's become your craft now you know you uh basically you get better at it every single day um so tell us about the workflow so you know you had to perfect getting this into the jar right is it just you in the, are you running the business by yourself? Do you have uh, freelancers that help yeah. you out? Okay, so it's just you? No, it's just me. So that has definitely been, you know, uh, setbacks sometimes. Because, you know, I can't do everything. I do have kids. You know, I have two beautiful daughters. And, you know, they have to go to school. They have to eat. I can go without eating. My kids can't go, out, go without eating. They have to go to school. I have to, you know, cater to them. So it's... It has been a challenge sometimes balancing family and balancing work. So that has definitely been a challenge. But, you know, I get done. I will start hiring people, you know, but I have to, you know, get people to sign NDAs and, you know, know, trust people and get to that level. But right now I'm just running this all by myself. Yeah, and that's a, a, um, you know, that's a full-time job plus overtime. Like, I can only imagine... Just not only the process of creating the cake jars, but, you know, just getting it into the jars, like you said. Like, I can only imagine how much time, you know, that takes. Right, it is very time-consuming. And then I do all my deliveries myself as well. I do. I have partnered up with uh, Grubhub recently, but my customers, like, they have that. I have special relationships with all my customers, so they love to see me. And then I, you know, I greet them and we speak for a minute. And then you know, I go on to the next delivery. So it's very personal relationship that I have with my customers. Mm-hmm. So, what's what yeah. is your most popular flavor that you have currently? Well, there's not one. I have like the six top flavors, which is like strawberry crunch, banana pudding, Oreos and cream. Um, Twix, mm-hmm. Cali Dream, everything with strawberry is like pretty much a top. Like the strawberry shortcake, the strawberry crunch, and the strawberry cheesecake. 
Um, I have a sweet Georgia brown, which is a peach cobbler cheesecake that everyone loves. Like, I have one that caters to everyone. So it's, like, really hard to say what's a favorite. Because, mm-hmm. well, like, there's a flavor for everyone. Because I, um, I had saw one of your viral posts. Uh, that's how I initially uh, found out about you. It My was favorite. the circus ample cheesecake. That's what it was? You the, yeah, you mean with the cookie on top? Uh, it was pink. Was it pink? Cause the one I saw yes, was pink. Yes, okay. That was the circus animal cheesecake. Wow. Yeah, that did go viral. That is one of our top now because that was actually like an experiment. Like a customer had asked me to like make for that, and I was, mm-hmm. it was just like a custom jar at first. It wasn't even on the menu. Like if you want me to make you a custom jar, I can make you anything. Put it in the jar, but it'll be like twelve dollars. Not really on the menu so i was like sure and then it came out really nice and i had only made three so it came out really nice and i had took pictures and videos and i posted it and like i woke up the next day and it was like all these shares and likes and views and i was like oh my god like it went viral and i couldn't believe it. and then everyone was like hit me up for it and i was like i only had three so it was just like overload that day so you had to make crazy. more of that flavor Yes, I had to make like three cases. Wow, that's amazing though. Um, So how often do you experiment? So you said that was like an experimentation because somebody asked you, do you do any experiments on your own whenever you, you know, have some leisure time? Uh, I used to, like, because when I first started, I only had eight flavors because I was like, let me do like the top, I kept, I like I Googled what's the top cake flavors because I'm not, I wasn't a big cake person. So it was just so crazy how it came up to this because my favorite cake is like cardo cake because it's ice cream. You know that's my thing. So the cake, I was like, what do people like? Because I don't know. I don't really do that. So I googled it. I was like chocolate, vanilla strawberry shortcake, and that's how I came up with the eight flavors. And then I, when I would go to the grocery store to get the stuff for the eight flavors, I would see other stuff and other other ideas would come to me and then i came up with 20 flavors i was like okay enough is enough i can't keep doing this this is i'm gonna i'm gonna work myself to death so when i went to 20 i was like okay i'm gonna stop but if if i wouldn't have said that i would have kept going what would you say is the biggest challenge you face so far as an entrepreneur outside of doing everything yourself you know because we already said you're a solopreneur you know you're running the business full-time yourself Outside of those issues, what would you say is the biggest challenge you face now, and how do you plan on overcoming that challenge as you continue to grow? I would say it would probably be like the the behind the scenes and logistics of the business, like mm-hmm. making sure everything is straight with the health department, yeah. making sure I have um, like all my license and making sure I have my trademarks. Like that's the stuff. Paying taxes, that's. I mean, those are the biggest things. Everything else is pretty easy because it's your passion. Like, yeah. So it just, the doors just fly open. It's like when you got to pay the city and pay the, the government, that's the, like, uh, yeah. and get insurance. And that's pretty much has been my challenges because they can shut you down in the blink of an eye. Absolutely. Absolutely. Anything, especially when it's a food involved, anything that's, you know, uh, right. that's edible, you know, whether it's a uh, food, beverage. You know, the government is very, very anal about that, you know, right. and uh, I think a lot yep. of people don't so understand that. My, I have my A from the health department. I'm all cleared the way. We actually work in the commercial kitchen because I see a lot of people, they do it out their house. So I want to give it a heads up to people that, you know, 
that ain't really safe. I have labels on my jars that you can see everything that's in there. So you, if you are allergic, then you would know. You know, probably not about this jar. So you you uh rent commercial space, commercial kitchen space. Yep, I sure do. Okay, okay. Um, uh, so what is some advice you would give someone who is like looking to get into the food service industry? It ain't necessarily have to be cake jars. What are some things that you would recommend to them so that their journey can be a little smoother than your journey was? Um, I would say do as much research as possible um, before you get started. Um, and do things the right way because it's only going to hurt you in the end if you don't. Yeah. And, you know, um, make sure that all your paperwork is filled out um, and done on time because they are big on having things done on time. With the health department, you have to make sure you definitely dot all your I's and cross all your T's with them. I say just do a lot of research because mm -hmm. that will cut out a lot of stuff. You will know everything. And then if people tell you, give you information, don't be so against it. Just be open to hearing what other people have to say. I noticed that you had auditioned for Shark Tank. Uh, I saw a post on your page. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Uh, what's going on with Heavily Jars and Shark Tank? Yes. So they came out here at the Venetian Hotel and held auditions. And I auditioned with my jars. And I uh, actually had a jar sample to give one of the casting directors. And everything went great. We start taping in June. So I'm excited for that episode and start taping and for everyone to see. I'm like super excited. That's great. So I'm getting everything together for that now, making sure everything is set. So when they ask me those big questions, then I'm mm -hmm. good to go. Right. Know your valuations, you know, all of your financial statements, all of that. You know, right. uh, I'm sure Mr. Wonderful is going to want to know a lot about that. Um, right. So where do you see Heavenly Jars going in the future? What are your like your three year, five year and even 10 year goals for your business? Well, I want to um, definitely get like a dessert truck, um, something that was that's kind of like an ice cream truck, but it's like a heavily jar truck. And I'm definitely interested in getting into like airports, having a store in like the major city airports mm -hmm. um, and definitely getting a, just a regular storefront in Las Vegas. And I want to get big enough so that I don't have to work anymore. I'm building this empire for my kids. I definitely still have my own dreams. But I always said that I don't want my kids working for anyone. I want them to have that option that if they want to be bosses, that they can. Because I'm leaving this to my kids. Perfect. So definitely in 10 years, I should be not working anymore. I, it should be big enough where I have enough employees that can run it for me. And getting inside these stores, I'm trying to get into 7-Eleven. Mm -hmm. I would love to get into like Walmart. So... That's my next thing, getting some barcodes on these jars. Basically, you know, it sounds like you started out, when you started Heavenly Jars, it, you know, it just happened by chance. It happened because you, you tasted a cupcake and you loved the cupcake and you couldn't find a cupcake, so you created it yourself, right? Um, it wasn't like, Basically. it wasn't nothing that you wanted to do forever. You just knew you wanted to be an entrepreneur, but you didn't want to be a baker. Like you said, you're a cook, you know, you cook more as opposed to baking. Um, right. do, you, do you, with that being said, do you believe in destiny and fate when it comes to that? I believe that the universe gives you signs 
And I, I say that you should follow, always follow those signs and follow your gut feeling. And it, this, this idea kept knocking on the door no matter how many times I pushed it away. So I knew it was for me. And the way the doors just fly open, that's how you know. Like, when it's not for you, it just seemed like it's just it's hurdles everywhere. Like, why is take why I got to go through all this just to get this? It's not for you. It's not meant for you to go that way. But when it's for you, the doors fly open like butter. Like, mm-hmm. so I knew it was for me. And then I just, I worked so, I was never been so passionate about anything in my life. Like, I went to all the barber shops and all the nail salons that I was going to and giving them my, my, my menus and my brochures. And I got big in that way and got enough following where I didn't even have to do that anymore. They had to call me for me to bring them a jar because I had so many deliveries to do without within that day for the, my locals. Yeah. So I kept going, kept going, and never gave up. I just knew, I knew I was going to do something. I knew I'm, I know what I was going to be rich. When I was a kid, I knew I was going to be rich. I just didn't know how it was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And when you don't focus on how it's going to happen, I think it comes faster because you blocking it by making this, okay, it has to happen like this. Because you can reach the end result any kind of way. Like, it can be 10 million ways that you can reach that end result. As long as you just focus on that end result, sky's the limit. Absolutely. The sky is the limit. So, how can we get in contact with your business? Like, somebody wanted to find or purchase a jar. Do You, you ship, I assume, correct? You ship across the country and all of that. Um, yeah, I, I do ship. Um, I ship once a week. Okay. So, you can uh, actually go on our website, www heavenlyjars.com and we ship through FedEx if you're on the west coast or we ship um, through the post office any other anywhere else and that's usually two days it's usually dry there's dry ice in your package so everything is cold and stuff when you when you receive it and um, if you're a local you can just text um, 702-776-0183 if you're local you can just text your address or you can still order online and you just click pick up, and you put your preferred time of delivery and your address in the notes, and then I'll get that, and I'll text you when I'm on my way with your jar. That's and then beautiful. you can follow us on Instagram, um, heavily underscore jars, if you want to see like the available list of flavors that are going to be available for that day. And um, that's about it. That's beautiful, Shawnee. And do you have anything else you would like to add for all of the entrepreneurs or aspiring entrepreneurs out there listening? Keep going, never give up. It's better working for yourself and depending on yourself because who wants to get fired? Like, you're not going to fire yourself. Absolutely. You can only, only be great. Just keep going. Don't give up. Don't let those obstacles stop you. If I were to let the health department say, oh, you got to shut this down, I kept going. I said, no, what, I, what do I need to get done? What do I have to get? What papers do I have to, need to sign? Like, I kept going. And now look at me. I got an A. I got all my my licenses. I'm I'm just popping. <laughs> <laughs> just keep going. You're not gonna fire yourself and have that perseverance. Right. That's all it is. That's all it is. It's that simple. So thank you very much, Shawnee Hill, for sitting down with us this week on a Monday conversation. We really appreciate You're welcome. it. Welcome. Thank you for having me. Likewise, and to all the entrepreneurs out there, let's continue to work. Let's continue to imagine reality, and let's make it happen. Until next week, have a great day. Bye.